YouTube, we are back. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. In this video, I'm breaking down the two-game NBA DFS slate on Thursday. If this is your first time watching, I cover content for Dave Fantasy Sports and for player prop sites like PricePix, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Uh, the sponsor of the video is Odds Jam. If you guys are not on Odds Jam, uh, you can use the code DKDFS for 25% off your first month. Where you're looking at right now is the sportsbook screen, basically showing uh, the average odds, and uh, if you wanted to bet on the game, which book would offer the best game. So the Bucks and the Pacers currently at 241 and a half over under with about a three-point spread, and the Hawks and Magic about a 231 and a half over under with a three and a half point spread. If you guys do want to sign up and use that code, um, they also have Fantasy Optimizer for those uh, player prop sites like PriceFix, Underdog, and Parlay Play. And if you guys are looking for more content uh, for DFS or for Price Picks, um, player prop stuff, underdog, you can check out my Patreon links down below. All right, so uh, it's great to be talking DFS again. I missed it. I was able to play a little bit last night. I was, so this is what happened last night. Flying back before lock, and I was like, okay. Um, every United flight that I've, that I've flown on has offered Wi-Fi. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can buy Wi-Fi in the flight, right? And before I take off, you know, Walker Kessler is doubtful, so I'm assuming Kelly Olenek is starting. I play Kelly Olenek. Get on the flight, can't buy Wi-Fi. I'm like, are you serious? No one runs worse than me. No one runs worse. No Wi-Fi in the flight. I land. I land and check to see what's going on in the Jazz. Kelly Olenek not only doesn't start, it's in random massive foul trouble. And I'm just like, eh, this is just... But then... Then I see the ownership. Low-owned Christian Wood against the Rockets without Anthony Davis. And I'm like, yes, what is the field thinking here, right? No one wanted Christian Wood? Yeah, sure. I haven't been able to play DFS for the last three, four days. But, I mean, what on earth is the field thinking here? So I get low-owned Christian Wood against the Rockets. Okay, so... Let's talk about this two-game slate. And uh, we'll start off the Milwaukee side. So <laughs> Milwaukee, Chris Middleton missed last game. He is expected to be back. It was just injury management. <clears throat> at the top, Giannis at 10-7. I think looks great. You know, small slate. Raw points are going to matter. Uh, Giannis should play in a competitive game, mid-30s minutes. Uh, I think he's probably your best bet up in the slate. So he looks really, really good. I think Dame would be your pivot. Obviously, a much lower floor than Giannis. Uh, does have a pretty high ceiling, and it's going to come in with less ownership than Giannis. So if you wanted to play Dame over Giannis in tournaments, I don't think it's the worst idea. I just think most of the time, Giannis will outscore Dame. And it's going to be pretty hard to play those two together on this slate, um, unless you're just game stacking this game and hoping the second game blows out. So yeah, I lean Giannis over Dame, but again, Dame will come in with much lower ownership. Chris Milton at 6.2K. They've really been taking it easy on his minutes. I think you can project around 20 minutes from him, which makes it kind of tough to get to him. Um, as far as the bigs go, Brooke Lopez, 5.8K. Bobby Port is 5.5. Both like reasonable plays. Lopez, I think you can project like high 20s minutes from him. Bobby Portis is a good point per minute guy. Um, probably sees, you know, low 20s minutes. No real strong takes on either of those guys. Malik Beasley is 4.7. His minutes have been kind of trending down lately. He started in the low 30s, kind of been picking down to the low 20s, which makes him, again, just a tournament-only play. Um, Jay Crowder, 4.5K, should lose minutes with Chris Milton back, but I still think you can get you know 25-ish minutes from him, maybe a little bit more. So 
Then Crowder, probably one of the better values for uh, Milwaukee. Pat Conton, 3.9. Again, minutes have not been amazing on him. I think I would just lean Crowder at a similar price point. Campaign, 3.7. He'll play some backup point. He is, you know, not a bad point per minute guy, but minutes have not really been amazing on him this year. And you probably get a little bit of Marshawn Beauchamp in the rotation. The only really positive about Beauchamp is he has the price point and the fact that he has shooting guard, small forward eligibility. All right, let's talk about this Pacers team. So this Pacers team is tricky, especially on a small slate, because they're going to go with the hot hand a lot. Um, I mean, we saw that with Jalen Smith. They literally played Jalen Smith over Miles Turner. They've done it with a lot of these wings. I think the only guy you can really feel safe about is Halburn as far as minutes go. He's the guy that's not going to get benched. Everyone else, like, they will go with the hot hand. So makes it tough um, for, uh, to try to predict, you know, minutes for these Pacers guys. Oh, yeah, Halburton, 10K. Even in competitive games, the minutes have not been amazing. I think you can project low, low to mid-30s minutes from him. 10K, I think I'd rather get to Giannis at a similar price point. But Halburton is still a guy that has a pretty high ceiling. Now, Miles Turner, 7.1. His minutes have not been amazing. He has dealt with foul trouble. There have been a lot of blowouts, but um, he has been a really good point per minute guy this year, and I think he's an interesting tournament play because how popular Jalen Smith is today. Jalen Smith been playing the backup five, and he played over Miles Turner last game, played 25 minutes, played really, really well. And he's getting a lot of ownership. So I think Turner is an interesting play because... Sorry, also, I'm a little, little under the weather, so I apologize for my... I don't sound 100% or I'm you know, coughing, sniffling a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Miles Turner, I think, is an interesting tournament play because um, everyone's going to slam in Jalen Smith today. So, Bill Smith and Turner. And again, if Turner gets like 30 minutes today, he could have a really, really good game at that price point. Now, these wings, again, they just look all very similar to me. Buddy Heald, 6.6 minutes kind of all over the place. You know, at times, he will play more like 30 minutes here. So, I think he's, he's definitely overpriced, but not completely out of play. Bruce Brown at 6.1, kind of tough to click him, but I would say he's the guy that the next most confident in minutes-wise of in competitive games. I think you should see around 30 minutes in Bruce Brown, but again, kind of tough to click him at that price point. Benedict Matherin, for most of the season, has been playing like low 20s minutes, right? And then this game just plays 38 minutes out of nowhere. So like I said, they're going to go the hot hand a lot. Nemhard at 5-2, he'll play the backup point. Probably play high teens minutes. He's been playing well at the bench, but kind of tough for me to, to get to him at that price point. Smith is 5K. He's had a couple big games, but again, his minutes are fluctuating. So these Pacers guys are just, it's tough to predict their minutes because they're just going to go with a hot hand. So a lot of this for me on a small slate is going to come down to ownership, right? If the field is kind of condensing on a couple guys, like they're like, oh, it's going to be Jalen Smith and it's going to be, I don't know, Naismith today. Well, then I might look elsewhere. Because minutes just fluctuate, right? McConnell's out of the rotation when everyone is healthy. Again, Jalen Smith, as I said, is extremely popular today. He is a good point per minute guy. I think he's safe. Um, but I think he probably will be a bit over-owned. Uh, Obi Toppin is 4K. Minutes have not been amazing on him. But still, uh, with a price point, makes him firmly, firmly in play. All right, and the last game here, Atlanta and Orlando. So Atlanta, the one thing I will mention is they're running a pretty tight rotation. They basically played eight guys last game. Um, it was what Garrison Matthews, I think, played four minutes. Other than that, it was just eight guys. So top end, you got Trey Young, 9-3, DeJounte Murray, 8.2. Trey Young is the guy that has the higher ceiling. I will say, you know, he has shown a floor, but um, the minutes have been pretty solid on Trey this year. So no issue if you want to go to him. DeJounte Murray, 8.2. 
maybe a bit of a higher floor. He's played extremely well of late, too. 41, 24, 20, and 29 real-life points over the last four games. Minutes have been solid on him. So both the main Atlanta guards, uh, definitely solid options. Jalen Johnson's a guy I've been high on all year. Um, 36 and 34 minutes last couple games. I think the only thing you have to mention with him is he is foul-prone. But with him starting, he is a really good point-per-minute guy. I think he looks good there at that price point. Capella and Okongu are going to split the center position. Um, there's been a lot of games where Okongu has played more than Capella, which, again, I think will make it interesting because I think a lot of the field will flock to Okongu, which will make, I think, Capella relatively low-owned. But Capella, the Capella-Okongu thing is kind of similar to Miles Turner, Jalen Smith, right? Where, like, teams will go with a hot hand and the field's going to gravitate towards the guys that are cheaper, which is going to make the, you know, starters much lower owned and like what happens if Capella plays really well and plays like 30 minutes and what happens if Miles Turner plays really well and plays like 32 minutes, right? So uh, again, I think Capella, interesting tournament play. Uh, Hunter, Bogdanovich, Shadik Bay, no real strong takes on any of these guys. Again, they're going to play solid minutes. I mean, you're getting low 30s minutes for DeAndre Hunter. Bogdan Bogdanovich to 4-4 probably sees low to mid-20s minutes. Shadik Bay should see solid minutes off the bench, probably mid-20s. So uh, Atlanta, again, running a very, very tight rotation. Then Okongu, I think he's a really good point-per-dollar play, right? He's very, very similar to Jalen Smith today. Of Definitely a bit underpriced, but I think will be very, very popular. All right, let's finish up with Orlando. So Orlando uh, is the one team we have to keep an eye on for injury news. A Carter Jr. is still out, but Markel Fultz is questionable. That is huge news. That's going to change everything with the guards for the Magic. And then Jonathan Isaac is expected back. That's not really huge. I think he'll just take the minutes away from uh, Caleb Houston. All right, so the top end guys, you got Paolo and Franz, 8-4 and 7, or 8K and 7-4. Both decent options. Paolo's played much better of late. His minutes have ticked up 36, 34, and 37 minutes. Franz Wagner, 7.4. Again, should see low to mid-30s minutes. I think at these price points, I would give the edge to Paolo, but it is close with those two. Now, the guards, it comes down to Fultz, right? If Fultz is out, I think Suggs and Cole Anthony are very similar plays. And if the field gravitates towards one, I'll probably play the other. Like, for example, the other day when Suggs is projected for like 3%, Cole Anthony is projected for 40% or 50%, whatever it was, I said I prefer Suggs. Suggs outscored him most of this game against the Lakers. He went for 27, where um, Cole Anthony, I think, went for 21. Yeah, so if there is no Markel Fultz, with the two guards, um, if they're getting similar ownership, then I don't really have any super strong takes. But if there's one that's going to be a lot more popular than the other, I think just in a nutshell, if I'm picking between the two, I would prefer to go to the lower own option. But again, it always comes down to what the rest of your lineup looks like. Do you already have a lot of lower own options or do you already have a lot of chalk? Um, but yeah, with those two, again, I think if there is no faults, I'm going to prefer whichever one is lower owned. Gogo Bataze should once again start. Um, minutes were not great in him last game, played 22 minutes. He is a good point per minute guy, though. That is the thing. Um, Mo Wagner will play the backup five. So, again, it'll be interesting to see what the ownership gap is between these two, between Wagner and between Goga. I think those two are pretty similar plays, too. Both good point per minute guys. If the field is leaning towards one, I might prefer the other one. Um, Anthony Black, I think, is only in play for me if Marco Fultz is out. If Fultz is out, he should start and probably play around 30 minutes. If Fultz is in, Black will go to the bench and I think become out of play for me. So Black become or Black only in play for me if Fultz is out. And Marco Fultz himself at 5-1, if he does play, assuming no limitations, I think would probably be my favorite of the Magic guards. But 
again, we'll keep an eye on the news there. Um, other than that, again, Isaac, he'll play some backup forward, uh, probably play around 10 minutes, 3.6K. On a small slate, not completely out of play, but I don't really see the minutes upside on him, so he's got to be really productive in his limited minutes. And Joe Ingles will round out the rotation, probably see around 20-ish minutes, a little more if there is no Fultz. He'll lose a little bit of a run if Fultz is back. And then, yeah, Caleb Houston's been in the rotation, um, but I think he gets booted with Isaac back. Okay, so that is it. I know it was a shorter video, but only two games. Um, as always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'll be back with some player prop stuff and more DFS stuff tomorrow, so keep an eye out for that. Um, good luck on this small slate, and we'll see you guys in the next video.